It's green for go. They're racing. He says go. He says Tara. And Tiger Tara rolls away from them on the home turn. Here comes another big boil over. Equine Athletics is about its best. The king is in the castle once more. This is in one race. The rest are almost in another post. She is a star with a capital S. It's going to be a triple treat. A miracle three-peat. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed history here at Menangle. What about that? It's getting right up on the sprint lane and it's going to bolt in. Hello and welcome to the Sunday session. My name is Greg Hayes and this is the place to get all the news in relation to next Saturday's Miracle Mile. Obviously the podcast is out a lot later than normal and I do apologise for that. It was a big day at the Menangle Country Club with the draw for the Miracle Mile and also the Harness Racing New South Wales and Club Menangle 2023 awards. I was the MC for the awards so I thought there's no interest in putting too much out before the draw as it's going to date pretty quickly. By now, you would have heard the barrier draw. One, speak the truth. Two, Spirit of St. Louis. Three, Loyalist. Four, Curly James. The first, Emergency. Five, Sooner the Better. Six, South Coast Arden. The second, Emergency. Seven, Hi, My Name is Jeff. Eight, Don't Stop Dreaming. Nine, Leap to Fame. And ten, Frankie Ferocious. Now, my initial thoughts on the draw. Firstly, Leap to Fame's owner, Kevin Seymour, said after the Newcastle Mile, if he was to win the Miracle Mile... It was only then that he would be happy to call him a champion, and I'm definitely in that category. If he can win the Miracle Mile from the draw, then he can lay claim to being classed as a current-day champion. I went through all of the Miracle Miles run at Menangle since they moved the races across to the 1,400-metre track. This will be the 15th running of the race on the track. One horse has won from Barrier 6. That was Spankham in 2019. And no horse has ever won from Barriers 7 or 8. Now, it's always very easy to say that, but you need to put it in some perspective by talking about the horses that have drawn out that wide in the race. If it's 100 to 1 pop every year, well, does it really matter? So let's go back and have a look at the horses that have drawn 7 and 8 since the race has moved to Menangle. So Captain Ravishing and Expensive Ego, Better Eclipse, Bondi Lockdown, Out to Play, Stylish Memphis, Lochinvar Art, Major Dan, Myfield Marshall, Elmer's Image, Lazarus, Charleval, Yaya's Hotspot, Hector JJ, Bling It On, Blazon and Cullen, Suave Stewie Lombo, Terror to Love drew out in seven or eight on three occasions. I'm Victorious, Restrepo, Franco Jamar, Make Mine Cullen, Mr. Feelgood, Blacks a Fake, and Auckland Reactor. So while in recent years the horses drawn wide haven't been the big guns in the race, there were plenty of stars of the sport that couldn't get the job done from wide on the track in the early years at Menangle. Now, my concerns are how does Leap to Fame get himself into the race? He can't fight off the arm. He needs to be driven hard and aggressively. I think Hi, My Name is Jeff's the leader. I can't see the speed backing off at any stage because that will bring Leap to Fame into the race. So they'll keep the speed on to make Leap to Fame work. So by the time he does get to the chair, and I think he'll get there at some stage, he's going to have to have done an extreme amount of work. Wouldn't be surprised to see Frankie Ferocious come off the arm from his gate and sit outside, hi, my name is Jeff. They've got the speed to cross if they want, and then sit outside the stable, mate, and then they can take the sit on leap to fame when he finally gets there. And no horse, you know no horse is going to trail up behind leap to fame because Grant Dixon won't be letting anyone go. So that will just about finish the moves in the race. And then they'll get to the top of the straight and horses will make their run. The interesting question for me is who leads early? Does Speak the Truth have the pace to hold the inside? Or will Spirit of St. Louis be down to the marker pegs quickly and then be happy to sit 
on a horse like Hi, My Name Is Jeff. I think the two Kiwis and Loyalist have to be driven for one crack, and I'll pass on my full selections at the end of the show. But that's my initial thoughts on the barrier draw, or they are my initial thoughts on the barrier draw after today. Who's on the podcast this week? Well, I think the man everyone wants to hear from after the draw is Grant Dixon. He had leaped to fame home in cotton wool while all the other runners were in the ring throwing plenty of punches on Saturday night. Everything has gone to plan for leap to fame until today's barrier draw. When Robbie Morris stepped up to pick the barrier draw for the Queenslander, drew out nine and he will start from seven with the emergencies out. So I'll put the call into Grant today and I'll see what he thinks of the draw and what his thoughts are on the rest of the field. You'll also hear from Jason Grimson after the wins of Hi, My Name is Jeff and Frankie Ferocious in the Chariots of Fire. I'll speak with Cam Hart about Hi, My Name is Jeff's win. I'll speak with Shannon Price, the trainer of Speak the Truth, who produced one of the best individual runs I've ever seen at Menangle. That was phenomenal. He worked from the start until the finish. He drew the car park. He broke 149. An absolutely huge run under the circumstances. And after the draw, looms as a knockout hope. Jack Callaghan's going to come onto the program. He's driving Spirit of St. Louis. Joe Connolly will be on to talk about Loyalist. Um, congratulations to everyone who's got runners through to the Miracle Mile for 2023. Huge podcast coming up. So strap yourself in. But first up, let's speak with Grant Dixon. <laughs> Leap to fame. He's going to have to do something that no other horse has been able to do at Clubman Angle, and that is win the Miracle Mile from Barrier 7. Grant Dixon is joining us to have a chat. Hello, Grant. How's hey, going? Not too bad. Um, not ideal, the barrier draw. What were your initial thoughts? Oh, look, yeah, there's been a lot um, talk about the how hard it is to win from out wide and that hasn't been done before. So, yeah, obviously we were hoping for a, a lot better draw than that. Um, is it a concern because he doesn't have the, the, the top-end gate speed? The fact that you've drawn out there, he's, he was probably not going to be in the early speed battle anyway. Yeah, it just, it just, it just looks hard on paper, obviously. Oh, my name is Jeff, will find the lead and run along at a quick tempo and get uh, more than likely we're going to have to be, you know, coming wide and sitting parked at some stage, I'd say. Yeah. I guess the big advantage he's had over everyone else is that he's had that week off to recover after Newcastle and he's been at home in his own environment and doing what he would normally do. Yeah, that's right. And that's, you know, me and Tristan sat down and tried to work it out what was the best thing for the horse and, um, yeah, well, we'll see you Saturday night whether you know it all works out. Um, yeah, we're happy with how he is and um, at home, and yeah, hopefully he'll have a good trip down, and yeah, we get our shot. What about after Newcastle? How did he pull up? Uh, he seemed really good. Yeah, so he's he's come through yeah, that run really well. Yeah, he, he done that well, and he travelled back good, and yeah, we're happy how he's blooded, um, how his weight is, and everything like that. So. Uh, yeah, no, we're happy where he's at. And what happens this week? What's what's the, the, the plan? How much work will he do between now and Saturday night? Um, look, we've just kept up what we'd normally do with him running the, these feature races. So, um, yeah, we're, we're happy that he's, you know, he's up fit and fit now. It's just a matter of just keeping him ticking over and, and uh, yeah, just hope everything keeps um, so along the way it is and, 
yeah, we'll get down down to Sydney and yeah, to give it our best shot. Mate, what what sort of traveller is he on the float? Uh, really good. Really good. He, he really doesn't enjoy being in the retention barn down there at all. It really unsettles him. Um, but, you know, that's, that's probably stallion. Some handle it, some don't. But, it, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, obviously, that doesn't suit him at all. But, you know, that's why we're sort of electing to come down as late as we can. Um, try and keep as much weight on it as we can and, and go from there. And and what's the rules in the retention barn? Are you allowed outside of the barn, obviously, to work the horse you are? What about having him out in paddocks and things like that? Is that allowed or is that not permitted? Yeah, they allow him to go out in, in, into a, a nice day paddock. Um, and you just hope that the weather's reasonably kind as far as the heat, whether you can sort of, you've got to have them in, I'm uh, pretty sure it's by five o'clock in the afternoon and you can, can only get in there at six o'clock in the morning to to start on them. Yep. So, mate, everything on target. Um, you know, if, if everything goes well with the preparation, you know, he is one hundred percent ready for next Saturday night. Yeah, we feel he is. Yeah, yeah, we're um, yeah, like he, he's um, yeah, just kept taking all, all his runs and been pulling up really good. So, now we're ha- we're we're happy with him, and yeah, just you know, probably. Shade disappointed with the draw, mainly just due to the fact that you know history says it's um, very hard to do, so that makes it a little bit tough for him. But he, you know, he hasn't on the overall, he hasn't had an abundance of good draws over the over his career, so it's probably just you know continuous of that. But you know, he's managed to overcome a lot of them, so yeah, hopefully that he can do that Saturday night. And what about what Kevin Seymour said after Newcastle? He says that he's got to win the Miracle Mile to be a champion. Do you, do you agree with that? No. He's a champion now? Oh, he's a champion of my Tristan's eyes, that's for sure. He is to us anyway. And in the day, you know, we wouldn't swap him for the world. So, yeah, no, he doesn't need to do that to prove anything more. I don't think so anyway. All right. And you mentioned, uh, hi, my name is Jeff. Is if, if he finds the front and rolls along, is he the, the obvious one to beat? Oh, um, I thought uh, Shannon's Price's horse, went, he went terrific. He, his run was every bit as good as my, oh, my name is Jeff, I thought. Um, and, and he's down on the pegs where, you know, everyone would want to be at some point in this race because of the, the tempo it's going to be run at. So, yeah, I really think he speaks the truth. He's he's always been a good horse, and I feel like he's he's come up a notch again this campaign. Um, he's always been well managed. Um, so I, I you know, I, I think he's a he's a real genuine cha- winning chance as well. You probably and, and there are a bunch of others too. There's you know we we got to sit down and go through the field more as we go. But you know, obviously the, the they've got a great great field assembled there. So uh, you know there's. There's multiple winning chances and just, you know, on paper it looks like, oh, my name is Jeff's going to be in front and probably at one point he's going to be on the catch. You, you, you mentioned Speak the Truth for Shannon Price. Um, you probably know it better than anyone else. It's gate speed from one. Spirit of St. Louis is drawn in two, very fast beginner. Has Speak the Truth got a lot of gate speed? Oh, look, I think um, side by side, I'd be surprised if Spirit of St. Louis can cross him because he, he hasn't actually been asked off the gate um, a real lot throughout his career, but uh, every time they really have wanted to actually um, have a crack at getting getting some on him, they've usually been able to definitely hold their own. So yeah, I'd be surprised if he got caught by Spirit of St. Louis. And, mate, what about you? Do you feel the nerves? Uh, how are you coping with everything leading into next Saturday? Um, no, I feel fine. Obviously, the I think the draw is taking the pressure off because 
probably the expectation that went from there is probably not as high. Um, but, you know, it's more, um, you know, just hoping that we, you know, just have a good week with him and keep him right and we don't have any hiccups. It's, you know, sort of more the first process we've got to go through and then, then, then yeah, then on race race night, we've just got to hope we have a little bit of luck, luck go our way. So is that the first thing you do in the morning when you get up? Go and make sure everything's good with him? Yeah, yeah, we... Um, yeah, we, we we keep a fairly good eye on him, and as you, as anyone would. So, mm. yeah, but uh, he, he's um, yeah, he, he he's good to train and that, and we just you just always hoping that you just everything keeps running along smoothly with him, so you you get him there in one piece. Well, mate, he is he's a superstar. He's the favourite for the race, and despite the barrier draw, he's going to take a lot of beating. Thank you very much for your time, and all the best of luck next Saturday night. No worries, Greg. Cheers. Saturday night racing at Clubman Angle was fantastic. Two Miracle Mile qualifiers and also the Chariots of Fire. They were all run. We're going to hear first up from Cam Hart after he drove Hi, My Name Is Jeff into the Miracle Mile. Well, Cam, doesn't get matched better straight into a Miracle Mile? Yeah, that's an incredible feeling, Greg. Uh, horse was huge tonight. Didn't get any favours. You know, he had to go the whole way and, uh, yeah, just pleased to get one in it. When they go 25-7 for the first quarter, sometimes that can take the take the sting out of them, but it didn't take the sting out of him. Yeah, 100%. Uh, probably lucky he's been a horse that's used that gate speed all his life, so he's probably adapted to that racing. But uh, to come from a wide gate like that, you know, he hasn't come from a fence line draw and to do a bit of work into the first corner and then just keep the pressure on, uh, yeah, super performance. What were you thinking on the turn? He travelled really well. Um, you know, in previous starts here, he's probably dropped the bit a bit with no runners outside him, but... Uh, Luke getting up there, pressure me, probably helped a little bit. It helped to swell the horse up on the bit around the last bend, and, yeah, he just kept going up the straight. All right, congratulations, mate. Well done. Thank you. Huge night for you, Jace. Two runners into the Miracle Mile. Yeah, pretty exciting. Um, we've set these horses for these races, and it's come off, and hopefully we can win the big one next week. Let's talk about the Chariots of Fire to a you know, special four-year-old, Frankie Ferocious. His run in the Bonanza was brilliant. And then tonight, he showed great speed. Got a little bit rough. Were you worried at all? Not really. Um, Kim was holding on to him pretty good. It was more, I think he just got a bit fired up. Um, once he relaxed, he got into his rhythm, and he was really good, and he was smooth. It was just probably that he over-raced a little bit. But hopefully next week, we can get a helmet and have a good trip, and he finishes off well. And what were you thinking at the top of the straight? Did you think he was going to be able to hang on? Uh, yeah, I did actually. It just worried me just might over-race a little bit, but um, to his credit, he, he fought and when they come at him and he, he never looked like he was going to let him past. So what about Hi, My Name Is Jeff? His win, he blasted off the gate and, and was caught three deep running into that first corner but still was able to, to power away at the end. Yeah, he was pretty impressive. Um, he's been working tremendous at home and um, I was quite confident tonight. Um, it was more that he just had to get across to the front, which he did, and... Um, yeah, it worked out good. So, does Jack Trainer is he the number two driver for the stable? Uh, depends. I might weigh him on Friday and see what he's weighing <laughs> in at, and we'll go from there. And do you just let Cam take the pick after the barrier draw? Uh, we'll have a discussion about it. I don't really know yet. Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Congratulations, mate. Two in a field of eight, and you're racing for a million bucks next week. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks.
Shannon Price has got a runner into the Miracle Mile. Speak the Truth was amazing tonight, doing all the work and running time. You must be happy with that, Shannon. Yeah, he went very, very well. <laughs> Did you come with a plan? Because when you draw a gate like that, it's uh, you just basically tell Adam just to do his best. No, no, the plan was to go forward. I said he's very strong and um, he, he'd really relish being up there on the speed. I said, so we're here to race. Let's show them how good he is because we know how good he is. And tonight he showed everybody what he can do. What were you thinking during the run at the top of the straight? Were you thinking that, can he keep going? Yeah, he loves it. He loves a dogfight. Like, he's won quite a few races in the death seat going good time, so he just tries so hard he doesn't let anything pass. He's always been a nice horse, but that Inter Dominion series, did that bring him on a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you never know what they're going to come back like from an Interdom, but obviously he's come back well, so... And now you get ready for a Miracle Mile. Does he do anything different, or do you just leave everything the same? No, no. I mean, obviously he was prepared at home. He only came down on Wednesday. I uh, got in just after lunchtime Wednesday and he didn't do a lot here. So, no, he'll have a bit of an easy week and then he's got to go into retention on Thursday. So I'll just follow the same sort of footsteps like he has before down here. So, you know, it, he won't need too much work after that. <laughs> and what about the excitement levels? Are you, inside, are you, are you feeling like you've won lotto? Like, how are you feeling? Um, well, this is my first Miracle Mile runner, so I guess you could say I don't know how I'm feeling because I've never felt like this before, but don't worry, my partner Mitchell and I, there was lots of screaming coming up the straight when we hit the front. We thought, oh, we're here, we're home. It was so good. Joe Connolly and Loyalist are into a Miracle Mile after that stunning second. Joe, you must be so happy. Yeah, over the moon. I really can't believe it. You know, from the barrier draw out there and the quality of horses in the race, it was just, you know, we had to drive in the way we drive and hope for the best. And, you know, it played out tonight. I went back and had a look at this or sprints night last year. He was going around in the Lady Drivers Invitational. The, the, the 12 months he's had has been meteoric. Yeah, it is. And, you know, he just he's still getting better. You know, every time we bring him here, every time he goes into faster race, he ups his own game. Um, yeah, he's just a horse that follows speed so well and loves this long straight, gives him plenty of time to run him down and, you know, we're through to next week and I'm wrapped. What did you say to Seaton before the race? Just do what you always do. You know, he drives him so well, he knows the horse inside and out. It's just, you know, we can only control our horse and I thought I had him pretty good through the week, so, so just drive him like you drove him last time and hope for the best. And the connection that you two guys have got, it's, it just continues to strengthen. Yeah, it is, and you know, we've, we've been able to get some better horses in, which is obviously a big part of it, but, you know, it's just having a driver on that you trust 100%, that knows the horse, you know, will drive towards the track work you've asked them to, you know. So it's just that familiarity and, you know, that, that relationship I have with him where we're on the same page all the time, it, it really works. And what happens now with the horse this week? Is it just all systems as, 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 as normal? Yeah, business as usual. Um, you know, he doesn't take a lot to tick over, so we'll just try and freshen him up, get him over tonight's run, get him home and back out in his paddock and let him enjoy himself until he's here on Thursday. Does the barrier draw, does the barrier draw worry you for tomorrow or not? Oh, it, it doesn't worry me, but I would like to draw closer. Obviously, you know, one length closer to the fence is one less length you've got to make up down the straight. So a nice middle of the line draw or, or, or on the inside half would be great. But, you know, if they run the race mad like they did tonight, we're still not out of it from the back. So tonight's second placing, is that the best second placing you've had as, as a trainer? Well, an absolute mile. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Well done. Thank you.
Well, Spirit of St. Louis is into another Miracle Mile. Jack Callaghan tonight must be tickled pink with the performance. Congratulations, mate. Yeah, thanks, Hazy. It was a good result. It was very aggressive tonight, and he, he really toughed it out. Yeah, we haven't let him up like that for a fair while now, so it was good to see him still fight on pretty good. What were your thoughts going up to the gate? Was it a preconceived plan, or did he just leave the gate well? Yeah, I thought he um, would probably come out quick, probably quickest of all of them. I just wasn't sure if he'd be full length quick enough to cross, but uh, we come out as hard as we could, and he, he got across in a pretty quick quarter. What have you been thinking about his recent runs before tonight? What, were you happy with where he was at? Well, his first up run before the Hunter Cup, I thought, was probably one of the best of his career. And then the Hunter Cup, I was a little, wasn't too sure how he went because when he got out, he was in real tight quarters and couldn't really extend properly. And then his last run, I thought his first 200 when he got out was good, but he pro- probably just plateaued the line a little bit. So he put the hood on him tonight and he felt a lot sharper. So now going into another Miracle Mile, what are your thoughts on, on he's just been an amazing horse for you. Oh yeah, he has to, you know, three in a minion finals for him, three Miracle Miles now, he's, yeah, he's a little champ. And if you're looking at barrier draws, does it really matter with the gate speed that he showed tonight? Oh, yeah, it always matters. He, you know, he's drawn good in a couple of miracle miles and he's run second in the last two, so hopefully another good draw and he can finish thereabouts. All right, mate, good luck next week. Thank you. All right, so there you have heard from connections of all horses, except sooner the better. Um, Barry Purden, Scott Phelan and Gavin Fitzpatrick's runner on Saturday night. Normally I do the Menangle Express where I look at all the races and look to identify the horses to follow out of the meeting, but I wanted to, but what I want to do is pass on my thoughts in the Miracle Mile and we don't have time to, to run both of those segments. So I'll run through all of the runners in the barrier draw order with a comment on each. Let's start with Speak the Truth. Produced one of the best performances I've seen at Menangle to win on Saturday night after drawing the car park and running fast times doing all of the work himself. How much does that take out of the tank for next week? Interesting to hear Grant Dixon say he thinks it can hold up from barrier one. Well, if he's the horse on the back of Hi, my name is Jeff, then he becomes a legitimate threat. If he gets crossed and he's on the back of Spirit of St. Louis and he ends up three pegs, he's going to need a lot more luck. But he is a winning chance from behind the leader. Two, Spirit of St. Louis has an uncanny knack of drawing a gate in the Miracle Mile. That early burn he showed on Saturday night I thought would be enough to see him to the pegs, and from there he can hand over to Hi, my name is Jeff. If that's the case, he's a logical place chance, and he's got some small blowout hope if Jeff gets tied in the straight. Great old warhorse who, for mine, must be in your trifectas and first fours, the deep end of your trifectas and first fours. Loyalist, loved his run in these sprints, came with a well-timed run, savaged the line, won't contest the early burn, and Seton Grimer can look to put him to sleep in the early stages and save him up for the one last crack at them. Strangely enough, I thought he was a better chance pre-draw than what he is now, and he's drawn well in three. I just think the big guns and their barrier draws have hurt Loyalist a bit. Huge job by Joe and Seton. Knock out place hope if they go suicidal in front, but they'd need to... They'd need, hi, my name is Jeff, in all sorts of trouble on the turn, I think, for Loyalists to be to be a hope. And the reason, hi, my name is Jeff, would be in pain is because they've just run the hands off the clock through the first 1,200 metres of the race. Sooner the better. He came across as the second stringer for Barry Purden and Scott Phelan behind its Merlin. Went like a jet in the Hondo Grattan Stakes when he was saved up for one run at them, then got tired when he was used off the gate a week ago. Driven with cover in the chariots on Saturday night. He ran a cracking race, but he didn't have to leave the pegs. Different story this week. He is one that I would be taking on. Hi, my name is Jeff. Speed, check. Lovesman angle, check. Trainer informed, check. Driver informed, check. Barrier draw, check. 
There is nothing going wrong for this horse, and he looks the clear top pick in this one. Now, what can go wrong? He could overdo it in front, but assuming Cam Hart drives, and I think he will, I think he'll be mindful of taking the sting out of leap to fame, but still leave enough petrol in the tank to get home. I think he'll be in front when they do turn, and it's just whether anything can grab him in the shadows of the post. He gets my nod. Hi, my name is Jeff. Don't stop dreaming. The forgotten runner after a below-par run in the Chariots of Fire. I spoke with Mark Purden after the race. He offered no excuses. He basically said, I think it's just a best to turn the page and go again next week. He'll be driven to have the one last shot at them. He showed great speed in the Hondo Grattan. He was powerful late in the Hunter Cup. I'm looking around him this time. I didn't think he did enough in the Chariots of Fire. Leap to fame. Like I said earlier, good horses have been brought undone by the gate. I went through all of the runners that have drawn seven and eight. Yes, there have been some weaker horses in Miracle Miles. No weak horse makes the Miracle Mile, but some of the, the, the lesser lights have drawn out there and they get brought undone by the gate. But there have been some top horses that have been brought undone by gate seven and eight. They're going to run sub-26 for the first 400. They could well run into the 24s, the, the high 24s. He's going to have to work for the first half of the race if they want to get to the chair. And if that's the case, he's going to have spent a lot of his ammo just to get around them. I thought he was under the odds when the market was first released straight after the draw, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him start second favourite. Superstar of the sport. He's something the sport needs, but I just remember Black's a fake going into four miracle miles. He placed a couple of times, but he couldn't win one. I think there are a lot of similarities between the two horses. They might just be too slick for him on Saturday as much as it hurts me to say. I think he's a superstar, but I just think he's going to do it tough on Saturday night. And Frankie Ferocious, Chariots winners, they've got a great record in the Miracle Mile since the two races have been paired up in 2016. Eight Chariot winners since then are yet to miss a place in the Miracle Mile, yet to miss a place. And two of those eight have gone on to win it. I think he maps okay despite drawing gate 10. I think they can afford to go forward and sit parked until Leap to Fame arrives. It's hard to see him getting into the race if they go back and drive him for one shot. I know he was great in the Bonanza when they did that, but this is a lot different. That was four-year-olds, and and this is open class. So, my top four. Seven, hi, my name is Jeff. One, speak the truth. I'll throw him in for second. GOE's a really big threat if Grant Dixon's right. I tend to think that Spirit of St. Louis could get him at the start, but Grant knows those horses very well. He thinks Speak the Truth can hold. Leap to fame for third. I can just see him getting into the top of the straight and him being right there, but all of a sudden that work that he's had to do through the first 1,200 metres of the race just might tell. And number 10, Frankie Ferocious. The barrier draw is awful and not ideal, but if they roll the dice at the start and go forward, I think Frankie Ferocious can run a great race. 7, 1, 9 and 10. So I'm leaving out Spirit of St. Louis, who I think's got to go into your trifectas and first fours in the deep end. And I'm also leaving out Loyalist, who I thought was great the other night, but you can't tip them all. 7, 1, 9, 10 in this year's Miracle Mile. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Just like that. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. A winner. Time for the winners. I got two last Tuesday at Menangle. Maria Alagonda proved too strong at $1.40, and then Argent Peak won at $4.80. Mr. T failed to hit the board, so I've opened up a big lead. I'm minus $24, 
and he is minus $89. First up, Mr. T's top two tips, both at Bathurst. Race two, number three, more gooder. Um, Jackson Painting makes the trip to Bathurst, and the former Kiwi has already won three and been placed five times in her career. Hasn't raced since the end of January, but Mr. T is pretty confident the Aussie debut is going to be a successful one. So that is race two, number three. And race nine, number six, Buddy Brilliance won. Oh, it's only lightly raced. It's had the four starts, only been placed once. That was at its last start. It was first up in nearly three years, and off the back of that run, Mr. T thinks he's going to crack it for win one at start five. So race nine, number six, Buddy Brilliance. And just for the record, Mr. T is tipping. Hi, my name is Jeff in the Miracle Mile, as am I. My two, Menangle Tuesday. Race six, number four, Bully Born. Well-bred, being out of the former top mare, Mainland Banner. Set to have its first start for Seaton Grimer. Now, Grimer's in form at the moment. I can see this one racing forward and proving very hard to catch. A couple of nice horses in the race, including one for Shannon Price. But I'm going to lean Bullyborn's way. That is race six, number four. And then go to Bathurst. I'm going to go to Bathurst as well as Mr. T. Race five, number nine, Chevron Art. Huge drop-in class for this bloke. He was really unlucky. Got a mention in the Menangle Express Two starts ago behind Hot and Treacherous. Since then, finished fifth behind I'm in Trouble. Blake Fitzpatrick doesn't make the trip to Bathurst too often, and I think it'll take some beating. So that's race five, number nine, Chevron Art. Race five, number nine. Fantasy update, plain and simple. You just had to have Cam Hart as your captain. If you didn't, you had a bad week, and that includes me. Overall, the leader is Champo, 71 on 10,974 points. Mays is second on 10,846. Manning, 1993 on 10,771. I'm 86th. I dropped this week back on 9,436 points. Round 14 was taken out by Haralumbus with 1,071 points. Three White Sox second on 1,043. And Paddy B third on 1,038, Cam Hart is definitely going to be my captain this week. All right, that just about wraps up the program for another week. Sorry about the change in timing of the podcast. It will be out at a regular time next week. Thanks to Grant Dixon for coming on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to next Saturday night when all roads lead to Menangle for another running of the Miracle Mile. Should be a cracking race. Enjoy it and I'll talk to you next week.